Good afternoon, everyone. This is John Harvey, actually Jonathan Harvey, the host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. My friends call me John, and we are all friends here. I am your pilot today, and we're flying into the free world. Well, actually, I should say it looks like we're flying out of the free world because the world has gone back crap crazy right now. And, uh, you know, <laughs> you hear about uh, New York City today and the mayor has said that uh, you now have to have a vaccine passport in order to go into an establishment, public building and or whatever. Freedom is coming to an end in New York City, first and foremost. I think that's the first place it's going to happen is New York City. You know, um, COVID is very, 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 very deadly. I don't know anything that is more deadlier than COVID because it has a survivability rate of 98%. That must mean it must be really deadly. Or did I just not know that that's a good thing because the rest of the world and the United States are acting as if 98% is really deadly. I'm an American. Hey, I get in my car every single day. I drive down the road. I face oncoming traffic. Hey, I'll even jaywalk. And I'm still here, but damn it. If I go out of my house without the mask on right now, I'm doomed. Well, that's what they want you to believe. You know, Palagio is a jackass. Anybody who allows that man to do what he's doing just because he's the mayor of the city should be taught what freedom is all about. You know, I mean, look, we know New York City is a cesspool. We all know that. That's why we don't live there. You know, 600 square foot apartment costs you about $6,000 a month in rent, literally. It's super expensive to live there. And people pay that much money to live among really silly people. I shouldn't say everybody, call everyone stupid, but yeah, until I get a better word, stupid is, is what it is today. Um, Cuomo and his issues of sexual harassment. It's all in the news. They want him to resign. It's not going to happen. I mean, he said he's not going to resign. It's all it's all a distraction right now. Anything outside of COVID is an distraction, is a distraction to the bigger picture. For example, the infrastructure bill. A lot of people don't know what the infrastructure bill is about. Well, one article of that. 2,702 page bill is that when we drive down the freeway from now on, we're going to get taxed on it. So if you like to go scenic driving on a Sunday morning, well, that's going to cost you. Oh, here's another one. You know, if you want to drive on the freeway, they call it a pilot program. But in the pilot program, it just so happens affects 95% of the country. And the other 5% live in the desert. But the pilot program basically says this. If you want to drive your car, you want to admit 
exhaust fumes, carbon dioxide, well, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you to drive your car. Now, mind you, that's above and beyond your local state tax that you pay at the fuel tank. It's not a give and take. They're not going to give you a new take on the a new tax on the federal side, then take away one from the state. No, that's not going to happen. You're going to have a combined state and federal tax because it's all about the new green deal. Cows fart too much. So now we're going to be eating synthetic meat. And they're literally talking about that. The federal government wants to buy up land from farmers so they can reduce ranching as far as cattle. These people are absolutely crazy. Now, there's people listening to me right now and say, I know they're not. yeah, Yeah, they are doing it. Yeah, they are doing it. And because you're on the other side of my microphone saying, yeah, they are not going to do it. Well, that's why they are going to do it. Because there's so many people out there who don't pay a damn attention to what's going on in the world. Instead of you using common sense, can they really do that? Um, Yeah, they can. If you let them. You know, between what's going on in New York City, COVID around the country, Racism in this country. And actually, I haven't heard much on racism lately. I really haven't heard much on racism. Right now, it's the focus on everybody getting vaccinated. That's the new citizen war right now. The vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers. They've gone from racism right now. I think they burned that out for a while. And it'll recycle, you know, when it when they need it to, or somebody gets killed or a white cop shoots a black guy for shooting at the cop. And they'll say the black guy had a right to shoot first because black lives matter, some bull crap like that. That'll come back. But right now it's the vaccinations. It's absolutely the vaccinations and there's nothing else. It's all smoke and mirrors. You know, Israel just came out today and said 84% of all their COVID infections infections were vaccinated. 84% that had been vaccinated previously. Fully vaccinated. What's going on? Why are vaccinated people in the news? Well, I should say in the right media. Because some media outlets, you won't find that out. You won't hear about it. Look it up. Israel came out today and said 84% of their infections was from vaccinated, um, the vaccinated public. Same thing about Gibraltar. I mentioned it the other day. You can look it up. Gibraltar starts with the G. One of the only 100% vaccinated countries, but yeah, it's got the highest per capita COVID infection rate right now in the country, well, in the world. And you can, I mean, I mentioned that last week, so I'm sure some people might have looked it up. Some people may have not believed it because they like living in the dark. 
And it's amazing that little thing that we have called a computer or iPhone or Android, these smartphones. There's no reason why you should be dumber than a box of rocks when it comes to a lot of things that go on in this country. There's no reason for it. There's absolutely no reason for it. It just depends on where you're going to get your information. Somebody said to me, what makes you think Fox News is is more trustworthy than CNN? I said, well, luckily for you, my response is I don't listen to either. The best way to find out what's going on in the world is watch the newscastings of other nations. Countries that don't have a political affiliation to the United States. I mean, it's just like Australia right now. They actually have their army, their military, making sure people do not leave their homes. If they could do that here, they would. They absolutely would do so. And the reason why you can't do it here, I'm going to be honest with you, it's because of the Republican Party. And we have guns. And we have free wills. Will. And we have a constitution. The minute we were born in this country, we were privileged. So when you hear about white privilege, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't exist. The privilege start when you're born in this country, you have more privilege than anybody else in the world. Anybody else in the world. No nation has as much freedom as we do. But no nation has the Constitution written like the way ours has been written. See, for those people who don't know, our Constitution is what gives the people the power. Now, some people say, well, the Constitution is just a document. You know, it's only as good as the ink is on the, it's only as good as the papers it has been written on. Well, you know what? I kind of like that piece of paper. You always hear about this thing of white privilege in this country. You know, even COVID has a hint of racism to it. And I'll explain that to you in a minute. The Constitution of this country is absolutely one of the prettiest documents in the world. And when I say white privilege that does not exist, it really does not exist. Because when you're born in this country, per the Constitution, and not the thoughts and ways of men, but per the Constitution, we all are equal. It wasn't the Constitution that brought about racism. It was man. It was man. Because the Constitution says we are all equal. So those out there who want to get rid of the Constitution really don't know much about the Constitution. Because the Constitution does not divide. What it does, it expresses the rights of men and women in this country. Though it may not be perfect, but it worked. It worked really, really, really well. 
And what I was mentioning, when I mentioned COVID have a hint of racism to it, there are those right there who like to play into the guilt. What they want to do is make the vaxxers feel like they're more important, more conforming than those who are anti-vaxxers. But now it's gone to the point now where they're saying blacks and Hispanics are not getting vaccinated. Why is that? But they don't think about this any further than the comments that come out of their mouth. We all know why blacks and Hispanics don't get vaccinated. It's simple. They've been telling us this, the Democrats have been telling us this since the election. The reason blacks don't get, and I'm speaking as a conservative black man, the reason why blacks don't get vaccinated, which is a problem that the Democrats have been trying to solve for many, many years. We just don't know how to get an ID. But they forgot about something. Those same people who want us all to go get vaccinated are the same ones telling us we can't get an ID. And if we can't get an ID, we cannot get vaccinated. So there must be some truth what the Democrats says when they say blacks can't get IDs. And so they can't fault me for not getting vaccinated. Because I'm like the rest of a black America that don't have driver's license or state ID. And you know what? To get a state ID, actually, it's pretty easy to get. You don't even have to pass the test to get it. So as long as I can't get an ID, I can't get vaccinated. So if you're a minority and you go into your employer and he asks you, hey, you've been vaccinated, you can say one of two things. Screw off. Or I can't get an ID. What are they going to do? Yeah, they may fire you. They may let you go. But, hey, you just became wealthy. Because what I've said before is employers are not excluded from the law. Because of because of uh, COVID, they are not excluded. Joe Biden is now has mandated all federal workers, most of them, be either vaccinated, tested once or twice a week, and must wear a mask at all times. And they cannot travel on business trips if you're not vaccinated. Now. We all know, if you pay attention to what's going on, the people that are spreading the vaccine, the, the, the virus the most, are vaccinated people. I live in Utah, which is absolutely ridiculous. We have 700 cases today with five deaths. And they portray as if the hospitals are absolutely full right now because of COVID. It's a lie. It's an absolute lie. I remember when COVID happened the first time. 
The hospitals weren't packed. Hell, there's nobody in the hospitals. It was a ghost town. But when I tell you people, get ready for a lockdown, it's coming. Salt Lake City, get ready for a lockdown. It's coming. It is absolutely coming. The closer you get to the damn election and voting, you will be locked down. And this will be a carryover from the very beginning of 20, end of the end of 2019. You got a break in the summer because it, it give everybody a sense that, hey, this is almost over. But I knew once we start getting to the cold season at the end of the summer, it will get thicker and thicker and thicker of BS. And racism has died down right now. Probably by midsummer of next year, it will ramp up again. There will let Antifa be Antifa. They will let Black Lives Matter be Black Lives Matter. And people say, why? Because Trump's not in office. It's not about Trump anymore. It's about power. They just used Trump to do what they needed to do to get the power that they have now. Trump was an excuse to get him out of office. Trump was an excuse for them to cheat. COVID is an excuse to justify mail-in voting. And that was 2020. 2022, it's about the midterm elections. You know, so COVID is not going anywhere anytime soon. You know, I've heard somebody say, I was actually Clay and Buck today had mentioned that they thought, you know, it probably is going to go on a few more weeks. <laughs> no, it's not going to go on a few more weeks. That's what it's not going to happen. It's going to get worse in a few more weeks. It's going to get worse in a few more weeks. This wasn't meant to be short term. This was meant to provide cover for what's really going on. For example, the infrastructure bill. The infrastructure bill, which is a joke. Part of that money in that 2,702 page bill is going out into the country. That's right. It's going out of the country. And it's not our infrastructure that they're going to be working on. You know, taxes are bad enough having to pay them, but then when you have to pay them and it goes to the other country, it's even sickening. And especially what you see when you see things going on around the country that shouldn't really exist. You know, we want to send all this money out of our country, but we can't even solve a homeless issue in our country. They want to talk about racism, how racism needs to be funded more money. How do you do that? Now you got states like New York and California that are about to put businesses back out of businesses again. Guys who survived the first time probably won't make it the second time. And what the government will do, you know, you're going to hear of another bill 
it's going to be another stimulus bill that's going to come out. Trillions of dollars because they're going to shut everything down again. And it's going to help some of these businesses, supposedly most of the big businesses survive, even though Bank of America, Bank of America came out report that corporation profits were up 800 percent. I got a little story for you. I've got a, I had to shut down my co- one of my coffee shops during um, COVID. And uh, I didn't pay one of my sanitation bill. They literally called me a few days ago and said, hey, John, you have an extending bill for $89. And she says to me, we'd like to get that paid. I said, then maybe you should talk to the government. I said, I shut my business down because I didn't get the PPP because my business did not qualify because I opened up after January 1st, 2020. So I didn't qualify for the PPP. So I basically, I was paying my employees out of my own pockets. Not afraid to tell you roughly $6,000 a month that I was paying my, and then mind you, my sales had dropped Completely, because we didn't have a drive-through. So long story short, so I told her, I said, listen, you have the audacity to call me when I shut down my business based because of COVID and the stipulation of the government in the the, the state and the health department had put on us that, you know, I didn't have a drive-through. So basically what? We had to walk out with a cup of coffee or a bagel or whatever, I said, I wasn't going to do that. She says, well, you still owe the $89. She says, oh, I have to send it to collections. I says, I tell you what, just send it to collections. I said, I'm sure you guys over at Tiger Sanitation, which is now ACE um, disposal, receive millions from the government. And you're worried about me now paying you $89 when I have to shut my business down because the state choked the living hell out of my business with their, with their policies and their, their regulations or mandates or whatever you want to call it. Now, will I pay it? Yeah, I will. But I had to get that off my shoulders when she called me. But I do believe this time it's not going to be the same old party. Things are going to be done a little bit different. People are not going to listen. People are no longer going to cut their nose off despite their face. People are not going to wear masks. I don't care what color you are. We're just not going to do it. I wish everybody felt the same way. This is John from the Modern Conservative Podcast. We have a break in a few minutes, and then I'll be back on the other side. We'll see you.
Welcome back, everyone. This is John Harvey, the host of the uh, Modern Conservative Podcast, Living in Free America Today. You know, I want to change the subject pretty quick, pretty quick, because I'm actually in Utah. I live in Utah. But we have a great governor. He's one of the finest Romney governors I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> if you like Mitt Romney, you will love Spencer Cox. You know, he's on the radio. First of all, let's tell you, let me tell you how big of a hypocrite he is. He's on our radio because it's a drought here in Utah. For weeks, we had uh, no water, hardly. I mean, no rain. Um, the lakes were down five, six feet, if not more in some cases. Um, so he's on our radio talking, telling us how we need to conserve water. You know, every single day I hear this idiot on the radio talking about how we need to conserve water. Guess who has the greenest garden and lawn in the damn city? In the city, nice and pretty and green. Didn't miss one day. But most people don't think about that. Most people don't say, hey, let's go by and see if he's really true to what he's telling us. Because he know you're not. I mean, it's trimmed. It's mowed. It's edged. Everything has been done that can be done to a yard and make it beautiful. It's at the Capitol. You know, if you really want to be a good leader, lead by example. You know, yard should have been the dirtiest, the driest of anybody in this state. It should have been his. His yard should be the worst one in the neighborhood. But no, he expects us to conserve water just so he can use what we conserve. That's a damn politician for you. That is an absolute damn politician. And the ones that's going to make our state blue. Because he talks like an absolute damn Democrat. An absolute Democrat. I would have much rather have Greg Hughes. Much rather have John Huntsman Jr. And we end up with Spencer Cox. Oh, my Lord. What's next? Oh, oh, I know what's next. The mayor of Salt Lake City. That must be Spencer Cox's wife. Because she's back crap crazy as well. And I hope they both hear me. Maybe we can share this to their public page. Hey, Aaron Mendehall, thank God I don't live in your cesspool city. You people have destroyed that city like no other. Eight South of Main Street, the old Sears building, which is now Skid Row. How the hell do you let that happen? How do you let that happen? How is it that you don't see those people living on the street, homeless, in a tent? The other day when I drove by there, the fire department was there. And they weren't there tearing it down. 
It's 110 degrees outside on the asphalt. And you people can't use common sense and say, hey, look, we need to do something about this. But no, you want to put it on somebody else like myself and other organizations to do the job that you're supposed to do. What the hell do we pay you taxes for? Jenny Wilson, the county mayor. We all pay taxes to you guys. Why is it you can't do your damn job? Why is it so hard? Tell me, why are there homeless people all over this damn county when there used to be a shelter downtown and you didn't see a lot of the crap that you see now? You talk about COVID, you run the city like we're in the Black Plague, but yet you got homeless people, you know damn well they're not vaccinated. You know damn well you're not going down and trying to see what's their condition, whether it's mentally or physically. Maybe they won't get the shot. But I can tell you this for, for that you probably haven't gone down there to do anything for them. Because how I know this is because they're still on the streets. You know, if I was a taxpayer and I walked downtown, walked down Salt Lake and took a crap on the streets, I'd go to jail. I would go to jail. Why? Because they have a 200 paradigm jeans on? I'll go to jail. But if the homeless guy does it, you got to slap them on the wrist and say, don't do it again, and they move their tent. I get so sick and tired of seeing homeless people on the street. And damn it, I'm going to do something about it. I'm not going to say anything now, but I have a goal. And my goal is to have no homeless people on, this damn, on these damn streets. It's ridiculous. I know people are saying, you know what? Some of those people are, you know, they want to be homeless. And you're absolutely right. I get that. No, but when I see mothers and children living in cars, when I see mother and children living in a tent, when I go to 6th South and Salt Lake, it's 6th South and about 4th West, and there's an open field, and there's 40 or 50 tents out there, that's not trying to solve a problem, especially when you allow it. People say, well, if you, where are they going to go if we sh- shut it down? Build a damn facility for them. You sure the hell can build a venue, which used to be the Delta Center, used to be the Salt Palace, it used to be Vivid Center. The city paid to have that built, and then they lease it out to the basketball, professional basketball teams. Build a damn center for it. Build it. You can spend billions of dollars in the state on these damn roads, which we need. We really do need the roads. Take some of that money and quit building every damn thing else but a center. How hard is it? You own land in this damn county and in this city. You own property in this city. And quit doing a half-assed job of housing 
the homeless. You could build a brand new prison. You could build everything but an adequate housing for the homeless shelter. Salt Lake is trying to be like Austin, Texas, San Francisco, Chicago, all these damn cities that are blue cities with crazy homeless numbers. And it doesn't have to be that way. You'll spend money for Gay Pride Day. You'll spend money to have parades to celebrate Martin Luther King. Well, actually, they don't do that here. But all the money you spend, spend it somewhere where it's needed. And you shouldn't be the one to determine where it's needed. Obviously, you know where the money needs to go. It's just absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand why these people get voted in office. Why do people vote these people in office? I don't know. I think people think it's part of the civic duty, but they don't give a shit about who, oops, give a crap about who they vote in. They just vote down ballot, and that's it. Start voting for somebody that's going to do something. If you own a company, would you interview your new CEO or would you just give him the damn job because it's easy to do? That's why we have references, not just mouthpieces. I'm just so sick of watching Salt Lake turn to crap in the past 25 years. We've had some good Democrat mayors in this. Uh, we had some okay Democrat mayors in Salt Lake City. But it's gone downhill from that. If you want to hear the, know who the best mayor that I can think of right now, she's in Taylorville, Mayor Overson in Taylorsville. Absolutely great mayor. Absolutely great mayor. They look after, especially their businesses. They help out when they can. Because how do I know? Because I experienced that. I've spoken to the mayor. Does everything she can for you. Now, Taylorville is somewhat small, but it is growing. So one day I'm going to go down and talk to Kristen. And I'm going to ask her. Run for mayor of Salt Lake. Run for mayor of Salt Lake City. Because she'll get the job done. And you know what? She's low profile. You see Taylorsville growing, but you don't know she's there because she does it quietly. Like a mayor should do. I'll even give West Valley mayor props. West Jordan mayor, eh, he needs to go. But West Valley mayor, some of the rules are stupid, but they're growing. But that freaking Salt Lake City is going down the crapper. I mean, it seems like to me, the more buildings they build, apartments, apartments they build downtown, the more homeless people you begin to see. 
It's like there's nowhere for the homeless to go anymore. So now they're taking it to the sidewalks. You know, before they used to go to Pioneer Park and hang out, Liberty Park and hang out. Granted, they shouldn't be there. For some of them, it is a lifestyle. But for a lot of them, it's mental. Drugs. You know, a lot of them are veterans. You know, there should be a facility, at least a facility, not just one facility, and a a facility that's big enough to house everybody daily. And the reason why I say daily is because if they stay there daily, they can get some education. They can get some training. They can get access to voc rehab. But when you allow them to sleep there at night and then you kick them out during the day, you don't have their attention any longer. And when you kick them out, how can you have an in-house program? When you kick them out, they don't have access to it. So they go back to the street. They go back to the people or the environment that they get used to and that they know and that the environment that's, that's keeping them homeless. Put them in somewhere destructive. We know how they live. Let them see how there's another way of doing things. But with COVID coming around, they get to walk around and do whatever the hell they want. But, but those of us who have a home, we have to stay in the damn thing. But those of us that have a job, we have to wear a mask or get vaccinated. Those of us that pay taxes, we don't get it to use it the way we want it used. And I'm sure there's a lot of people just like me who believe that our taxes should be utilized in a different way. I didn't pay my taxes just to pay a politician to do a job that that's not working. Any other time you can fire somebody, but a politician, he's got to be voted out. And nowadays, a good politician is slim pickings. It is a very, very hard task. A friend of mine said one time, she said, we need to find new leaders. I said, well, every time we vote, we think we have good leaders. And they become a disappointment. I didn't, I didn't vote for Spencer Cox, but look at there. How did that turn out for you? Look at Mitt Romney. How did that turn out for you? Hey, you guys have voted for Joe Biden. How did that turn out for you? Nancy Pelosi constituents, you think they like her right now? It's going to be interesting to see what happens in 2022. The rumble is that uh, California is not happy with their Democratic politicians. Let's see how that goes. Because what people don't realize, California is not watched politically. Because the assumption is always there. Actually, California and New York City. The assumption is it's just a liberal state. It's always going to be a blue state. 
But in actuality, I do believe it's closer to turning red than you think. See, in California, they can cheat all they want because nobody's watching them. Nobody's watching Michigan. You know, nobody's watching those Minnesota, Wisconsin, New Hampshire. When they're normally a blue state, it's already automatically assumed that everybody there is going to be Democrat. I guarantee you, if they were to check, with the check, it'll be a lot closer to being turned than you think. But Salt Lake City, it's going to remain blue if we don't do something about it. And this is mostly to the Utah Salt Lake City constituents. Actually, Salt Lake, period. Because you got to remember, it becomes infectious. It spreads out. Remember, Texas used to be an all-red state. Texas used to be one of the reddest states in the country. Look at Austin, Texas, and Houston right now. Look at it. The, the homeless rate in Austin, Texas is now one of the highest in the country. It is a cesspool. It is a crap hole. Whatever name you want to give it, it will be that. You know, the Democrats have a different way of thinking than we do. And they stand together. We conservatives slash Republicans, we stand together, but it's a different way. We're silent but deadly. And the Democrats are basically loud and scary because they speak the loudest. And when they speak, there's always fear behind it. And the people that they frighten the most are the ones that are ill-formed. The ones that do not know what the truth is. So in the coming weeks, you know, we'll all be locked down and the homeless will still be doing their thing. In the coming weeks, I'm going to make a prediction. I predict a month. You'll start seeing a lot more lockdowns um, at a rapid pace. A lot more. I mean, look, we've gone from zero to 60 with New York City. And once New York starts it, California is going to follow right behind it. Los Angeles, I say, will follow right behind it. Then it'll go to Michigan. And then it'll go to Austin, Texas. It probably won't hit Florida, and then it will spread. Because you got to remember, a lot of these big states, the capital is ran by Democrats. Except for the exceptions of Texas, North Carolina, no, not even North Carolina, uh, Florida, um, North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho is even blue. 
Boise is even blue. I remember when I lived in Idaho, it was absolutely red. Absolutely a red state. Not any longer. And what you don't understand is once they take over your capital, it just works its way out. It becomes infectious. It gets into the head of your voters. They start spewing things out that make you feel good. And because you feel good, you say, hey, I want to be part of that pile. Let me vote with you. Let me get a little bit of that. And then you next thing you know, you're moderate. Then you're no longer a moderate. You become a Democrat. Then once you're a Democrat, you become a liberal. Then once you become wanted, once you become liberal, you should be on a wanted poster. I just said that. Because that's how it's going to go. That's how it's going to go. It's already started. And if you don't wake up, it's going to hit you. Actually, it's going to bite you on the ass. And then it's going to be too late. You know, sometimes once you go, once you go too far, it takes a long time to get back. A long time to get back. Now, look, look, we're still dealing with slavery 400 years later. 400 years later, we're still talking about slavery in a country that has many billionaires, one black president. Now we got a vice president. The jury is out on her. Um, I don't know what the hell she thinks she is this week. So I won't even say. But (laughs) it's not over. It's not over. You know, all you federal workers out there, enjoy. You guys are about to have some fun times. I'm jealous. I wish I could test every other day. I wish I could put a mask on. I'm just being facetious. And I understand what you're going to be going through because I know a lot of people who are not down with it right now. And they don't know whether or not they're going to quit their jobs or get the vaccine. I says, well, that's what they're doing now. They're, they're taking and putting pressure on the employer. They're dangling that cheese in front of your face. Your job, your money, your livelihood, just to get the shot. But here's the thing. You get the vaccine. Life isn't going to change for you. You just become part of the, uh, now you become part of the problem. Every time you get the shot when you don't want to get, that means you're doing something for somebody else. You're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for somebody else. You have proven that somebody else can control your life and tell you what you can put in your body. It's not God telling you to do it. It's a man that's telling you to put something in your body that you don't even know what the hell it is. And I find that absolutely ridiculous. Stand your ground. We'll sue them together. We will. Oh, by the way, Disney's got over 300 lawsuits filed right now against them for trying to make employees get the vaccine. That's what it's going to take. 
because the government is pushing these employers to do this because that's the that's the carrot carrot at the end of the stream. But anyway, I'm going to bring, bring to the end of another great, fantastic podcast today. And uh, my name is John Harvey. My friends call me John. We stand for the flag and kneel for the cross. Have a great day. Take care. <laughs>